0: following is a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how
1: about them
0: this is is the players lounge broadcasting live from dallas cowboys world headquarters at the star now your hosts barry church danny mccray and Nui scruggs
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Monday. And the Cowboys play on Tuesday this week. They're flying up to Baltimore today to get ready to face the Ravens. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by Barry Church and Danny McCray, their former Dallas Cowboys safeties. This is the Players Launch brought to you by hotels.com. All right, gentlemen, how are we doing here on a Monday?
2: man doing great man doing amazing it's beautiful outside man i didn't get golfing in this morning but it's all good so you know it's a great day man
3: yeah hey same here man i got my boy church to work out uh on monday we started off the week right fitness wise and uh and, and i and i got something special for y'all today man we talked about this Ooh. on thursday man you know ain't nobody man. got nothing special and man. My, boy, my boy my boy hey, my boy man. My boy Ooh. Barry said that, you know, we, we discussed him talking about Dalton Schultz and he said, I ain't say that. I'm telling y'all ain't got me on man. tape. Well guess what? I y'all ain't got me. We got we what got him on me? tape. What you got? <laughs>
2: what you got, man? What you that got, got on t- tape, man?
1: See we V C V gonna pull up see see, see yeah, yeah, just wait, yes. wait for the show. We're gonna
2: get it done, don't worry. Man, don't worry. hurry up, man. Y'all been wasting time Receipts. and stuff with this Receipts. spiel going on, man. We'll
1: be out here in the pool. Of you out here telling these fairy tales. Flip flop
2: Whatever. Whatever, man. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, baby. Yeah, we got you. We got
2: you. It is what it is. It is what it yeah, is. Man. It, is what, yeah, oh, yeah, it, it is, is what it is now. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Ain't
3: it got me truth. on tape.
1: Got the truth. So, The Cowboys are going to be without Cowboys are going to be without (laughs) Safety Donovan Wilson (laughs) and quarterback Anthony Brown As they face these Ravens Uh, McCray How big are these losses for the Cowboys As they go to Baltimore here
3: uh, I, I think uh, Wilson is, is is a bigger loss than Brown just because we know that the, the, the main attack for the Ravens is the run game, right? So they, they want to run it with the running backs, they want to run it with the quarterback and then they want to get deep passes based off what they're able to do in the running game. So, you know, I see Wilson as a guy who can come up and help us in that run game. So without him being in there, you know, I, I think that's a bigger loss than, than, than AB because we don't, we don't really expect Lamar Jackson to beat us with his arm and, and try to do the Aaron Rodgers type of thing. So the, the the safety position missing is is huge for us
2: yeah i'm gonna I'm go ahead and um add on there i mean i think the ab being out it hurts us because we're already out with digs and awoozie has been struggling lately and then now we have ab out as well so it's definitely a hit to our secondary but like you said, man, the the, the Baltimore Ravens—they're not looking to come down here and throw it all over the yard. Even though we've seen Lamar Jackson make statements talking about he would love to use his pass game more, but right now they're in a, they're in the situation where they have got to win. So whatever their bread and butter is, which I think is running the ball and and, and designing quarterback sneaks in some type of way for Lamar Jackson to run the ball, I think that's what they're going to have to do because right now they're on the outside looking in for the playoffs. The Browns are the Browns are moving good right now. They're nine and three. We know Pittsburgh's undefeated, so the Ravens are looking from the outside in. So I think they're going to get back to their bread and butter which is running the ball with you know Mark uh, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins and those boys and then using the option with uh, Lamar Jackson so I don't think the Anthony Brown injury is going to be huge but that Wilson one I mean we've seen what he's able to do coming downhill hitting people and causing just havoc out there on the defense you love to have guys like that um, when you're facing a team that runs the ball so heavy as the Ravens so with him not being out there I'm sure they're going to have Darian Thompson step in there but it's, it's a bigger one for me for Wilson.
1: All right, Church, stay on here. So J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, the running backs, are coming back from COVID. Ravens have not activated quarterback Lamar Jackson uh, from that COVID list, but RG three is is on IR, and I don't think they want Trace McSorley out here, quarterback, and so I expect Lamar Jackson to be uh, to be the starting quarterback tomorrow night. Play Mike Nolan for me. If you're Mike Nolan, how are you scheming up this Ravens offense and dealing with a quarterback who is? Uh, coming off the covid list.
3: Well, I can't it's wait me, to hear this. If, I can't wait to if hear it's this. Me, Please.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But look, man, if it's me out there, I got to stack the box, man. Like we mentioned, they haven't been throwing the ball all over the yard at all this year. And we know Lamar wants to do that, but they don't really have anything on the outside that's that dangerous. I mean, yeah, you got Hollywood Brown out there who got some speed. He has the ability to get behind you, but he just hasn't been consistent as far as catching the ball. He's really up and down as far as catching the ball. So I don't really put too much stock into him. And then the rest of the guys are pretty much possession receivers. I mean, you got Dez Bryant out there who kind of looked alright last time we saw him out there. With, with the Baltimore <laughs> Rays didn't have a catch or anything like that but he looked aight as far as running routes and then you have Willie Sneed which I'm not even sure he's back from the COVID he's list out. so we'll see it he's, he's out. out oh man so it, I'm stacking the box for sure then I'm putting <laughs> at least eight people in the box have my corner on one side corner on the other side and my free safety might be eight yards deep everything is in the box I'm, I'm I'm begging and I'm praying that they try to beat us with his arm but because I'm telling you if he if they get this ground game starting it's gonna be a long day for
3: this Cowboys defense let, let, let me tell you something. If you Mike Nolan, do not run zero coverage with, 40, with, with, with 14 with <laughs> seconds left, and you got half the field. How about that? Let's start. Let's start there by not making a simple coaching error. Because you know, One thing we know that if he do do that, he probably not getting fired uh, like Greg Williams is. But but on, on the on the serious note. Um, Listen, we all know that that, that so far this season, for the most part, this has been the get-right game for us. So I think we just got to hold on as tight as we can and figure out a way to limit them on first and second down and put Lamar Jackson in situations where he has to beat us with his arm on third and seven-plus. So with that being said, we have to stop the run. We have to figure out a way. With our front seven, well, front eight, if we put a safety, extra safety down in the box for the majority of the game, to get down there, get in their gaps, stop the run, make it look muddy on the inside, and don't let Lamar Jackson uh, get around the edge. And once you get them in those third and seven, third and eights, you can pin your ears back and try, to, and try to rush them, play some uh, exotic type of coverages, and confuse them, and see if you can make them make some mistakes. But you have to earn the right to do that by stopping the run on first and second down. If we don't do that, we're in trouble because that means they have all options available to them. <clears throat>
1: And tight end Mark Andrews, um, the favorite target of Lamar Jackson is going to miss this game. So, um, look, there's 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 an opportunity. Okay, I think that's it. There is an opportunity if the Cowboys play mistake-free football. And when you talk about Cover Zero, that's going back to that Raiders Jets game where the Raiders had the ball midfield, uh, less than 13 seconds to go. They send Henry Ruggs on a goal route, and they send the a cornerback named Lamar Jackson, an undrafted cornerback, to go cover him, and he gets beat deep. And there's nobody else back there. Greg Williams ends up getting fired this morning from the winless Jets. A, a what was a as just a victory. I mean, that was a victory in hand by the Jets that they were dealing to the Raiders, and I missed it. I don't know about you guys. I I had I turned the game on for my wife. She's a big Raider fan, and. Um, she ended up going upstairs, and I was watching another game in the room, watching my fantasy team disintegrate. I come out there, and I look because I when the, I thought the Raiders were just, you know, I thought they lost. I see Ruggs out here with his hands up, and I see Carr running, and I'm like, no. No. Then I rewound, and I was like, oh, 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 no. That's all I you wife, you Come it? downstairs.
3: Did you rewind it enough to see the play before when Nelson Aguilar got behind him on defense and somehow... No, I did not. <laughs> Greg, Greg Williams decided to call another play to, to expose wow. his cornerbacks in secondary. <laughs>
0: I, just, I don't lesson. understand
2: why. I just don't understand why would you do that? Like, you you got five seconds left. Even if the guy catches the ball, there's no way he should be in the end zone at this point. But you run an all-out blitz? I mean, I, whew. my oh boy, they, hey, they they shaving points,
1: man. They going after
2: Lawrence. That's the only thing I can think about, man. They got to be going after Lawrence. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. You could say going after Lawrence, but Greg Williams wasn't going to be there. You know what was his incentive? I mean, you're not, he's not <laughs> going to be on. He'll be coaching his team next year. You no know, incentive for him to sit up here and help them out. But I mean, that was just it. was it was a fireable offense. You know, it was it was a fireable, oh, yeah. and, and, and and they fired him, which so is kind of funny. And I loved how the players threw him straight under the bus because we ask <laughs> all the time for guys, you know, hey, tell us the truth. You know, they went out there, and told the truth. Hey, man, uh, that was a bad call. You got to put us in a better call. And and I'm glad to see his players did it because Greg Williams threw Adam Gase and the offense under the bus back in October. So, uh, you know, it's karma, baby. It was pure karma.
3: Well, you know, that that's not the first time he made a bad call Because it, it takes a, a multitude of bad calls And, and the, and the players seeing it that way For them to finally bubble up and be like You know what, the dude made a bad call Like, they've had these conversations <laughs> multiple times In the DB room And they're like, man, I don't know why he calling this right now But all we, like, all we could do is play the call And then finally it was like, hold on, bro Hold on, nah <laughs> Not this time You need to hey. call something different And it they, and they got him fired <laughs>
2: And I promise you, I promise you, the worst call you want to hear on as a defensive back in third down is an all-out blitz. I promise you, because there's just so much that can go wrong as a DB. Like, man, if this dude gets on top of me, I have no help. So when he called that out there, I promise you, everybody in that secondary just looked to the ground like, man, what in the hell are we doing out
3: here? Hey, let, hey, Church, Church, let, let me let me second that for you. Let, the only people that wasn't mad was the people who looked at the formation and realized they were the ones blitzing. Exactly. <laughs> if, you're the, if you're that safety that's like, all right, if it's two by
2: two, I'm blitzing, and they come out two by two, you're over there like, yes, yes, this is it, man. But if you're that other safety that you know you gotta have that slot and coverage, man, you like, hold on, man. I ain't gonna lie, I used to do that with Wilcox all the time. Like,
3: hey, got some
2: spots, bro. I gotta get I gotta get this blitz in, baby. Hey, <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, and, 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 and then you do it and they motion the three by one, and you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's rock and roll it a little. Nah, <laughs> I
2: got this coverage now.
1: <laughs> yeah, They're man, it's, it's, it's a
3: personal situation. It's a personal situation oh, you don't want to oh, be in. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. The,
1: the other thing I took away from that in the Jets' locker room <laughs> is how the guys rallied around uh, Jackson who got beat. And, and, and basically went after the coach. I mean, I thought that was admirable for a, a, a team that hasn't won a game all year long. That even in that room, they're like, you know, we're not going to let him go down for this. Uh, Henry Ruggs has world-class speed. This was the fastest receiver in the uh, in the draft last year out of Alabama. I mean, that was crazy to, to put him out there one-on-one. I mean, and, and, and I, I applaud the Jets. Players for standing up and, and saying, "Nah, man, we're not gonna let our guy take a fall for this. This was some bad coaching, man. <laughs> bad they, they, they
3: didn't learn. They, they, they didn't learn last week from Ty Bowles, man. What Tyreek, Tyreek mm. Hill went out there did to them boys when they did double cover, have somebody over the top. All you gotta do is watch that game and say, you know what? It won't be me.' And then you, you, you know, you know the. <laughs> You know the cornerback was out there like, hold on, this dude fast. It's a little cold outside. My hamstring's not really that loose. What am I to do? <laughs> what like what? What am I to do? The ball, the ball didn't come out. You know where, where he thought it was going to come out, which is which is inside. You want to try to force him to throw an out-out breaking route. He gave him a, a stick inside and then ran to the go. It's it, it's really nothing you can do about that. <laughs> I will say this though. I will
2: say this though. What in the heck was that corner doing biting on a double move? I mean, look, the guy got 50 yards. He he did his double move at like 20 to 25 yards. If he catches it there, you can live with that, man. Catch that comeback, we'll rally tackle, the game is over. What are you doing? Breaking on a comeback and letting a guy get over top of you like that? that I mean, it was that's, bad. It was a bad coaching call,
3: but it was bad technique as well. That's that's a young guy, bro. That's, it's, I mean, it's a young Undrafted guy. You, you don't Undrafted. even put you you, you okay. don't put that guy on in that field. situation. You on the field, <laughs> bro. Yeah, you <laughs> on <you> the <right>, right. <laughs> you right? You right? You, you on the field? You on the field? That, that, that's it, it's tough both ways, man. But I, I I'm yeah. giving most of that to old Greg. I gotta give it. Oh to yeah, Greg, for, sure. Don't, don't do for sure. Don't do that. Don't do that to him.
1: That was coaching yep. malfeasance. I mean, uh, that was just coaching malfeasance right there. I mean, I, I laughed if somebody said, even Mike Nolan thinks that's a bad call.
3: <laughs> hey. Hey, listen you know you know what's crazy though mike nolan doesn't really i don't think he makes that many bad calls i think he's just not getting his scheme coached up right and these guys are not in the right right position he, he's of like listen we get beat on a, on a deep route behind us in cover three and cover four you know so he's making the right calls but the way they coaching this stuff up ain't working Greg Williams went out there and called zero coverage and albeit you know previously previously it had worked for him to run zero coverage in those type of situations but he wasn't coaching the jets then. He didn't have a a, a rookie undrafted free agent out there covering Henry Ruggs out there at number one. The the situations are totally different. And he deserved to be let go as well as Adam (laughs) Gates.
1: Well, the good thing for Greg being fired is now he will not have the distinction of being a coordinator (laughs) on two clubs that go 0-16. So He was on the Browns 0-16 as the defensive coordinator, and it looks like the Jets were on their way to 0-16, so at least they pulled pulled the plug on him. Um, Let's take a break. When we come back, let's get into the Cowboys' offensive line here. They made a couple of... uh, Uh, injury designations and how do they hold up against this Baltimore Ravens team. Cowboys, Ravens tomorrow, Baltimore. We're previewing it for you right here on the Players. Brought to you by Hotels.com or DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at-home pickup and delivery,
1: Just like all of you, we at SeGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on Seakeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the Seakeek app today and when the time is right, let's go. Seiki. The
0: Cowboys Way. Back Back. to the Players' Lounge.
1: Alright Cowboys fans AT&T continues to innovate new ways to connect Cowboys Nation with new and exciting game day experiences including Star View presented by AT&T 5G available in stadium and for home use. Download the Dallas Cowboys mobile app and look for Star View under the stadium tab. By the way at AT&T Stadium how about Errol Spence over the weekend uh, taking out Danny Garcia and uh, man Spence is just a guy that wears you down. When I watch him I just see a guy just I would not want to get in the ring with that guy because when you leave, your body's gonna be sore for about two and a half weeks. Plus Garcia took that, that his left eye was all messed up. I'm like, man, couldn't pay me the box, man. That's that's a hard sport right there. Man.
2: Mm-mm. Couldn't pay me either,
3: man. My face is too pretty for that. Listen oh Lord, listen, it was, a, it, was, it was it was it was a heck of a performance by Errol Spence. But man, listen, more embarrassment for my man Nate, all right? Floyd Mayweather gotta come in here and get his back and say, look, what? I'm going to show you how to do this. You ain't putting your hands on Nate like that without having to suffer these hands, all right? So now we got Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul, you know, coming up to fight in, in February. And I'll tell you this. I'm watching it just because Floyd Mayweather is one of the greatest fighters, especially especially the greatest fire fighter of our generation. And I will watch it anytime time he puts on the gloves, especially the fact that he's going to embarrass this dude when he goes out I there. Just, so I'll be
2: tuning in. I'll be tuning in. I just... <laughs> I just don't understand. If you're Floyd Mayweather, why why take this fight? I mean, it's a lose-lose situation. If you go in there and just destroy him, which everybody knows he should be able to do. If he goes in there and destroy him, you don't get any credit for that. You don't get any respect. It's like, ah, Floyd, you should have done it in the first place. But if he goes out there and takes an L, I mean, that might be one of the biggest... Upsets in sports history. If he goes out there and
3: takes a an L, man, I mean, he, his Church, reputation will never be the same again. Church, this is this is this is this is how Floyd does it though. Every time he fights, it's the same conversation. It's yeah, man, Floyd's gonna go out there, but I'm telling you, this time, this might be the time, man. If he loses this time, it's gonna be crazy. I tell you this: if Floyd <laughs> is taking this fight, like he said, I'm not taking a fight unless I'm making 300 m's. So he's getting That's paid true. a serious he's amount of money to, this is to true. take this. And, uh, you know, so, not like basketball knew he, when, when guys are passing up $30, $40 million May, Mayweather ain't passing up a three, 400000000 million uh, deal. That's well, true. I mean,
1: here's, here's something about Mayweather in the last, probably, I'd say the last <laughs> 10 fights of his career. He hasn't fought anybody he knew he wasn't going he to beat. I mean, he <laughs> knew he was going to beat them. And you knew yep, he was yep. going to beat I mean, he's not out here fighting anybody that, that is remotely going to say, ooh, he <laughs> might get Floyd. No. I mean, Floyd is... As as great of a boxer he is, he's done the ultimate thing is what you should do. He's managed himself properly. He never went out there and fought anybody. Now, he didn't fight Pacquiao in his prime, fought Pacquiao when he was old. I mean he came on. Out of one of the biggest what?
3: Here we what? go. Hold on. They was both the same age when they fought. All right. Uh then you go say that he fought Canelo when Canelo was too young. He fought all these guys that are stars now. If he would have waited until they got in their prime, the dude would be 40 fighting Canelo. He fought guys that could fight. Some of them was like, yeah, we, we know he's not going to win. But he fought the guys that were out there. Minus, minus when you say that he waited a long time to fight Pacquiao. He still fought Pacquiao. And, oh, and Pacquiao, no. came out, pa- Pacquiao came no. out the next fight, his next few fights, and he won those fights. And he's the oh, man going to go out there and say no. that he got beat and going to say that my shoulder hurt after the fight. And, you know, I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> bro, you got mixed up. You got, you got mixed oh, up, bro. No, just just,
2: just Pacquiao, take your L. Pacquiao was pressing him. Pacquiao was pressing Uh, him for a couple years, and Floyd was ducking and dodging, man. I I don't know, man. Knew he he got a point, man. I don't know.
3: Bro, Pacquiao went and got put to sleep. (laughs) Did y'all forget that? (laughs) Come on, man. He He was was about 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 60
2: years old when he got put. I'm talking about... (laughs) No. (laughs) Go ahead. No,
3: this this, this was two years before that he got put to sleep, and and then then he had to fight the dude again that put him to sleep. Before he could fight Floyd. Come on, man. Don't act like hey, that.
2: I'm t- hey, Floyd, was, Floyd went to fighting Pacquiao, man. Pacquiao was making songs and records, and he was like the president of some country or something. He wasn't worried about Floyd back then. But when he was in his prime, hey, Floyd was ducking and dodging, man. He couldn't be seen. I don't uh, know. Go, hey, hey, I don't know, go,
3: man. Hey, the man's undefeated.
1: <laughs> he is. I'll give him his credit. He is undefeated. And, and he's, been, he's been very st- strategic and smart in how he fought. I mean, look, the guy, the guys, been, which which more people should do. You got to be smart about who you fight and when you fight them. Um, Fernando Vargas was a, a boxer out of Oxnard, California, and and I'd followed him uh, as he was training through the Olympics. And so, you know, he went to the Olympics and then he turned pro, had a couple good fights, and then his his people for some reason said, okay. Let's go ahead and set you up against Oscar De La Hoya when Oscar was a champion. It's like, dude, you're not ready for this. You know, Fernando, <laughs> you can be a champion and you can be good, but I mean, you're not ready for this kind of fight. And, and obviously, for um, De La Hoya's people knew this cat wasn't really, really ready. Went out there, man, and, and got whooped up and down the ring. And it was just like, <laughs> it's like you're not ready for this. Oh, You've got to be smart about how and who you fight, man.
3: Hello, I, I, got, I got. Listen, I got. I got to go one more on this side. So when okay. When, one, one when, when, uh, when Floyd Mayweather fought Madonna the first time and everybody was like, oh, this is the dude who's going to beat him. All right. So everybody's like, all right. So Floyd is finally fighting somebody that can beat him. Gave him a rematch. Walked, wiped the floor with Madonna the second time he fought. And you want to talk about boxing. Uh, so boxing is a sport to where no matter what, what happens when you go out there, when you get in that ring, you can always get knocked out. Mike Tyson fought Buster Douglas. Nobody expected Buster Douglas to knock out Mike Tyson. All right? He went out there, and that was one of those fights where it was like, all right, we, we expect Mike Tyson to win. He went out there and got knocked okay. out. So anytime you can step every, anytime you step in the ring against anybody that's fighting, you can go out there and get beat up. Pacquiao was coming off two wins, two or three wins when uh, uh, Mayweather fought him. He went out there and embarrassed him. McDonald was supposed to be the dude to take him out. He embarrassed him the second fight. He also fought... Um, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, Oscar De La Hoya was a little old. He still waxed him. A, uh, a little old. So listen, he 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 uh, De La Hoya asked for the fight. He was he was he was top of the uh top of the gate at that time. Then he went out there and whooped on uh. uh, Sugar Shane. You know, what I'm saying he went out there and fought them people. He beat them up and did what he was supposed to do. He could have took an L just as easily as he wanted Sugar Shane like is like Sugar Shane
1: him. my age. Hey,
3: that's cool. Hey, did, did, Sugar Shane my did, age. Man, did he, did he ask for the hands? Did he ask for the hands or not?
2: He Hey, De La Hoya definitely <laughs> asked for the hands. He definitely got them hands. But, I mean, De La Hoya, he was somebody's grandpa that time. I mean, Sugar Shane okay. Moseley, he begged,
3: I mean, he, <laughs> he begged for the hands. Now, what now, you mean? What, what are you supposed to do?
1: <laughs> he ain't want to pass up that me, payday. That's all. Now, I'm going to go back to what I said before, okay? I said his last 10 fights were managed very smart, strategic fights. These were the last 10 fights. Juan Miguel Marquez, Sugar Shane Mosley, Victor Ortiz, Miguel Cotto, uh, Robert Guerrero, Canelo Alvarez, Marcus Madonna twice, Manny Pacquiao, Andre Berto, Conor McGregor. Did you think he was going to have any type of, of, of loss or any close fight with any of these 10 dudes here? But not even he a
2: little bit of friction.
3: Did, did he have a close fight with Madonna or not?
1: It yes. was a unanimous decision. The second one was second a unanimous fight. decision. And, and then the, uh, the other one was, uh, went 12 rounds, and he won the decision.
3: Thank you and, and then And everybody talked the same Well not everybody But a lot of people Talked the same mess About all these fighters When they got in there This would be the time The same thing Church just said Listen if he take an L though That's going to be crazy Even when McGregor was in there they, they was they was watching They was like You know what I don't, I, like, I don't really think That McGregor could beat him And then you start watching The fight at the beginning You was like Oh man hold on wait 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 And then what happened Knockout I mean he just go out there and do See, what he's supposed to do. No, no, no matter no matter what you say, I, he gives you what you want, and then he go okay. out there and he put on the show.
1: Now, Danny, here's my mm. thought on the McGregor, no, on the McGregor fight. Okay, and I, this is just my thought. He went out there and let this dude play around. Like I'm gonna give these people a show. Cause I don't want to sit up here and just end it, you know, knock this dude to smithereens. So I'm gonna just let this guy play a little bit, pap, 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 and then he's decided, all right, it's showtime, it's money time, and then he took the dude down. I
3: th- I th- I th- th- that's what not. I thought it, he did with that fight. It was a rope no wh- He wrote He rope a dope. Okay. It, 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 he, didn't, he didn't play with him. He 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 walked him down. He he shortened his punches and he and he tired him out. And then in the 10th round, because Conor McGregor has always been known as a guy who doesn't have that much stamina, even when he was in the UFC. He walked him down, tired him out, and then in the 10th round, McConaughey was he was more gassed than he was knocked out. <laughs> he didn't play with him. That yeah.
2: was the thing. <laughs> McGregor was definitely was definitely gassed out
1: he <laughs> carried the guy he carried the guy like he i mean did. I, just, I mean look I, I, we we'll just agree to disagree okay that's all we going yeah, to agree to disagree is. here uh, you know church and i still think he's a great fighter okay but yeah. it's it's the equivalent of of you know LSU putting La Tech on the schedule. You putting them, in Why? Because we're about to get this done up here. Uh, man,
2: man, my boy brought up LSU. Up. I wasn't going to say nothing. I wasn't going to say nothing about up. LSU, but man, my boy brought let's it let's up, man. We still I gotta national you, champions. man. I got to ask you, D-Mac. I got to ask you, bro. What, what? happened, bro? What, what happened we still, what happened this weekend?
3: We, listen, we, we, still, we still the reigning national champions, all right? Let me tell you something. We lost a lot of talent last season and on top of that, Jamar Chase, not playing, uh, Terrence Marshall I opted out. Our quarterback, our starting quarterback for the season, has been hurt. Hadn't played since I think week three. Uh, you know, and we going through we going through COVID. COVID is less of an excuse, but we lost a lot, and we still are playing without a lot of stuff that we expected to have. Our defense, on the other hand, no excuse for it. We look like uh, Mike Nolan's hey. run defense. I don't know. Bo Pelini's struggling. <laughs> we're having we're having an issue, and uh, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I just don't understand. I, I didn't even think we was going to cover a 40
1: point spread this week. hey man i brought Mm. i brought up la tech i brought up la tech that's all i was just about to schedule. i didn't bring up that okay church went there i didn't go there okay i didn't go there so
3: so i answered we still the reigning national champions i'm cool with that
1: okay cowboys offensive (laughs) line by the way you've got zach martin put on the ir so he's going to miss the next three games uh cam irving's not playing so you left the right tackles in this game are out um how do the Cowboys slow down the Ravens? By the way, Matthew Judon is going to be out for the Ravens in this football game. But how, how do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you go and make it get done here? Trying to block the Calais Campbells of the world. I mean, this is a good. This is a. This is a good defense they're facing here. Uh, it, it's an
2: extremely good defense and we saw how good it was because the first half of that Pittsburgh game they pretty much held Pittsburgh under wraps I would say the first three quarters and they were missing like you said Calais Campbell a couple other cats on that defense so right. this is a good defense man it's a good front seven but I think the strength of it is in their secondary so overall this I mean it's this, this team this defense it, it's stacked and it's going to be hard to move the ball on this team but we're going to have to be able to do something offensively because we got to win some type of time of possession against this guy we cannot let Lamar Jackson have multiple cracks at our defense I mean we got to figure out a way to drain the clock limit him on the side keep him on ice keep him on sidelines because he's going to be out here and he's going to hurt our defense overall I mean he's just too dynamic in throwing the ball and running the ball for our defense to do anything with him so for me to be able to slow him down this game we got to keep him on ice and we have to put together some type of long drive with scores at the end of them keep him on ice but it's going to be tough man overall it's going to be extremely tough against this this Ravens team.
3: Man, here, here comes the broken record. Danny McCray here, all right? Listen, let me tell you something. Last week, all right, I talked about getting the, or actually for the whole season, getting the ball to Zeke, getting the ball to Coop, all right? In my opinion, these guys have to touch the ball 60% of the snaps at least for us to have a chance to keep Lamar Jackson off the field and win time on position. If that means you have to target Amari Cooper 12 to 13 times, and that's, I mean, if not just in the first half. If you target him 12 in the first half, you need 12 in the second half. Keep on going to him, wear out whoever is covering him, and run the ball with Zeke and Pollard. You have to continue to do this for the entire game. Don't get cute once you start having some success and start throwing the ball all over the place. Stick with the game plan, and I think that I think that'll work for us. I, every time we've done it, we we came back here and we said, "Listen, if we would have kept doing that, we would have won the game, or, or we would have had a better chance of doing it." So I think if we stick with that the whole game, I think we have a that, that's our best chance.
2: But what? All right. So what if what if. Zeke, we're giving him the ball. Let's say it's the first half. And we gave him 15 carries, and he's only amassed 35 yards. Do you say in the second half that we need to continue to running into that brick wall?
3: Absolutely.
1: Well, first off,
3: we, we, we know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Kellen,
1: Kellen Moore giving somebody 15 carries in the first half? Stop. Stop <laughs> it. Okay. Stop. Stop, stop. I understand yeah, I you right, want a man. hypothetical. Okay, but that yeah, ain't right, it, man. Okay? that's right, right. Okay. That's like oh, oh, new, new we got a new got a six-pack. I mean, come on, let's let's be realistic. Hey, ain't man. No, ain't Y'all no, gonna quit ain't no be no 15 Kel- carries. Ain't no 15 <laughs> carries coming from no Zeke. Hypothetically, a man, offense, man.
2: Hypothetically, man. Let's just say everything aligns for some crazy reason and Kellen Moore ends up giving Zeke the Rock 15 times, but he doesn't do anything with it. Let's just say he only gets 35 <laughs> yards on 15.
3: Can you continue but listen, how, how many times have you seen a defensive line get worn out after they be been getting leaned on for the first three quarters by, by an offensive line? It happens all yeah. the time. And if Zeke is punishing if, – if, listen, if those two or three yards are punishing runs to where he's falling for and leaning on those linebackers and leaning on those defensive backs, I guarantee you third and fourth quarter, it would be a totally different story. We've seen Zeke do this. We've seen DeMarco Murray do this throughout their entire time while they was here. Sometimes the first half doesn't go as planned, but if you stick with the run, it, it'll happen. As a matter of fact, I want to give a shout-out to JG because they stuck with the run. My man Gallman went for, what, 137, 130, 140? And, and, and the first true. half, it seemed like nothing. And then he breaks off a 60- or 70-yard run. Like, this type of stuff can happen. I guarantee you that Zeke is better than Gallman. He can make this type of stuff happen.
1: But you've got to be committed to it, and that's not something in, that Mike McCarthy has shown during his time when he was in Green Bay. Certainly not when he was here, and even Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore will stick with it a little bit, but but it's never been his thing. He throws 15 carries in the first half. I mean, stop that! Stop! Stop! Well, that's
3: why they're not getting. That. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not picking him to win another game this season. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh that's, man, that's the so, disrespect on here is okay.
1: All right. so, uh, actually, we got actually, i online. lying.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I'm lying. I got one more game. I said
1: 4-12. We've got, we've got to take a break here. We will have our, our official Cowboys-Ravens prediction for tomorrow. And also, Barry Church said he was always positive about Dalton Schultz. Well, That's Danny how we're going to set up this... Pool. We're going to have a whole game segment about this, huh? Hey, Make y'all the ain't, me go to break, man. Y'all ain't nothing, Let's man. Let's go to the <laughs> tape. Next, we coming to the tape no after we take this break right here on the Players of Hotels. no cliffhangers, man. <laughs> on <or> Dallas Cowboys.com <laughs> radio.
3: It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room.
0: Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting
3: Cowboys and your favorite football team.
4: Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com.
0: The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the stars where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
4: Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery,
0: To the Players
1: Lounge. Hey, don't miss your chance to get uh, tickets to see the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this season. With home matchups remaining against the 49ers and Eagles, a limited number of tickets are on sale now. Get yours today at dallascowboys.com/tickets. You're checking out the Players Lounge. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Home Studios. Newey Scruggs, along with Barry Church and Danny McCray, former Dallas Cowboys safeties here. Okay, um, we frequently have these debates, and and people can uh, misremember, as Roger Clemens once liked to say. Um, but Barry Church is very adamant that that he was always <laughs> on Dalton Schultz. He was on the Schultz train. <laughs> and uh, McCray, I'm just going to go ahead and let you take it from there, my man.
3: Yeah, uh, listen, yeah. I, I listen, la- last week as, as we were exiting the week, you know, we talked about. You know, the most surprising players on the roster and then he's named Schultz. And I was like, yeah, you know, you were the guy, you know, who agreed with all of us when we said we don't know if Dalton Schultz is is the man because he was out there dropping passes. The lights might have been too bright. And Church said he didn't agree with that. Who, me? So, you know, I did my little research and I, I went back and checked the podcast and, you know, CB, whenever you get a chance, can you play that clip for us? And as far
2: as the tight end goes, with Blake Jarwin going down, Dalton Schultz, yes, he—they he, say he had a, a pretty impressive camp out there, but I, the way he performed in Week One, dropping those passes, I just don't think he's the answer at tight end. So we'll have to we'll have to uh, keep looking for that one, but. <laughs>
1: Was that Barry Church? I <laughs> Church, don't think he's the answer. <laughs> ah,
2: man. You, you want to explain what?
1: that? Hey, you know what? At that time,
2: what? at that time, Wait, what? Know, what? What? I was frustrated. What? I was frustrated at that time. A oh. boy had came off a game dropping a lot of passes. And I'll be—I didn't think he was the answer, but I don't remember saying that, man. I, you know what? It was so long ago. I don't remember saying that. But you know what? They keep receipts, man, and y'all kept the receipts on me. That's all right. That's all right, though. Because so, like I always so, say, y'all things so, coming, man.
3: So, so wait, wait. So just so we're all, so we all in, in agreement on this. That was you on on tape saying that.
2: They ain't got me on tape, man. They said they did. <laughs> Fired yeah. me on the spot, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And look, that's, that's, that, that's okay. That's okay. But, you know, I mean, this is the time to just come on out here. Just 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 fall on the sword, man. Apologize. That's all. That, just,
2: that's man. just how – I ain't apologizing for nothing, all right? Because, look, look, don't show – don't show – he's a fine player. He's, he's a fine player, and he stepped up more than I thought he would. That, that's what that's the Smooth most y'all the gonna get out pedal. of your boy, man. That's, that's all hey, y'all gonna it, say out of your boy, it, man.
3: If you if you if you if you watch a DB video on how to backpedal, man, that boy church right there, he just showed you how to do it, man. That was perfect. That was that was a teaching tape right there, hey, man. man how, how y'all think I was brother. able to how y'all think
2: I was able to last so long in the league? Right? I only ran a four-six <laughs> at best. It was all about technique and
1: being and sound, all right? <laughs> so, I'm good on my backpedals, man. <laughs> Church, you need to just go into politics, man. I mean, sitting so there telling these lies and trying to back them hey, up man. and act like you didn't say it. I mean, you ready to run for office, man?
2: Hey, man. You ain't got video. Of, you ain't got video of it, man. I don't know. That could be somebody else's voice, man.
1: Now you didn't say it. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, over over under of how many catches for Des Bryant against the Cowboys tomorrow night in Baltimore.
3: Go ahead, D Mac. Uh, I'm going to give him a five-piece. With Sneed out, Andrews out, I think he's going to be the guy who who catches a few screen passes, and they're going to try to expose us strength-wise and, and use his strength to to, to their advantage. Uh, so I'm going to give him five catches. I don't know what he's going to do with them, but uh, I, I say 60, 60, yards, which he'll probably be the leading receiver on, 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 the, on the team.
2: Oh, man, he got him doing some work. Whoa.
3: 60 yards? Abso- absolutely. <laughs> on five catches? Absolutely. Listen. Let, let me tell you something. I, I know. I know one thing about Lamar Jackson. I right? he is all about helping guys. You, you know when they want to try to prove a point. He he wanted to help Antonio Brown uh, try to get back out there and prove a point and show that he can still ball. And he wants to help Des Bryant, especially coming back and, well, and playing against the Cowboys. He wants to show them that, that, that they made a mistake. So I think they're going to try to feed Des. Mm.
2: All right. I mean I. Ooh, I hope that doesn't happen because that means our defense is getting gashed. But I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say he gets three catches for 30 yards, but he does get one tub. I feel like they're gonna be in the rare zone. They're gonna give him a shot at that, you know, 50-50 jump ball, which he used to make a living off here in Dallas. So I think they give him an opportunity at that. He goes up there and Moss is one of those uh, those young DBs out there and, and gets a touchdown. But I give him, I give him three for 30. We
3: we'll be down by thirty at that time, so yeah, it'll be trash points, but it, it'll still count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not, not Oh my lose by goodness, that much. we're not gonna lose by that much. I was exaggerating. Oh no!
2: I was exaggerating. Now I was now, bad now, bad. now who's backpedaling? huh? Oh man, Newie, what it you was got there?
1: It, it was a joke. Got, it was a joke. I got Dez for uh, two catches for sixteen yards.
3: <laughs> of course, of course he does.
2: <laughs> Question he, though, no, no, after he, he, after each catch, does he throw up the X after each catch? Because I would. I don't care if I had one catch no. out there. I'm five yards. I'm like this. Wait a minute. Okay.
1: <laughs> he he didn't a have a catch the last game. He did have a catch the last game. They're facing the Cowboys. The team's got issues. So, so I've got him catching two passes. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, that's, that, that's I, you know, that's how many that, catches, to me.
3: How, how many catches did he have the last time Lamar Jackson was playing quarterback? I don't know. I think yeah. What four for twenty eight? I think yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just saying. So that, that like that, That's not even. A, listen, if you you doing the same thing that Mike McCarthy was doing, watching the film of uh, RG three out there playing quarterback, saying this is how we gonna stop the uh, stop them on offense, and then you will come out here and be surprised on Tuesday. Don't do that. Lamar Jackson is playing quarterback <laughs> on Tuesday, not RG three.
1: <laughs> well, I, I also have that number low because I believe they're going to run and run and run. Until they can't run anymore. I, so I, I, I anticipate to see a heavy Ravens running game. So let's get into the predictions here, gentlemen. Uh, who wins this football game and give you a score? I'll start with you, Church.
3: Oh, you're going to start with me, huh? Hi. He didn't even call yeah. you Nostradamus today. He didn't even call oh, you No, yesterday. it's just he Church. Took your name away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boy, all right, man. Look, this is gonna be a tough one, man. I'm gonna be completely honest. This is gonna be tough, man, because they present so many problems offensively, defensively. I mean, they're stacked in all three levels: defensive line, linebackers, and in the secondary. So it's gonna be tough for the Cowboys. But man, like I told my boys on the break, uh, I look. I, I made my bed. I gotta lay in it now. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Cowboys on this one. I gotta find. They gotta find a way to move the ball offensively. Keep Lamar Jackson on ice over there and just limit his opportunities to go out there and, uh, and gash our defense. It's a lot easier said than done, but I got the Cowboys in this game 24-21.
3: Well, we, we, we could tell you didn't believe what you just said. We can, we can absolutely tell that you did not believe that the Cowboys were going to hold the Ravens to 21 points and we were somehow going to man. score more than them. By by a field goal while the wow. Ravens are at are at home. I, I I don't I don't get it. But I'm uh, going to of course Nui New, like you say you know exactly where I'm going with this. The opposite yes. of Barry Church <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. <laughs> And i'm hey, listen and, and I, i've been I've been picking a lot of blowouts, lately. I should have picked the blowout against the uh the Washington football team, but no damas had me he had me shook man so i'm I'm gonna go ahead and take my blowouts back <laughs> and put them on record here and i'm gonna go with a thirty five to twenty one and we score in trash time des gets him a touchdown five catches sixty yards, and he shows that he can still ball wow mm mm. mm.
1: Um, the Cowboys are, are going to be all, off almost close to two weeks. You know when this when this game kicks off, and all we had to do was look at what the Ravens and, and the Steelers did last week, last Tuesday, and these guys were off for just a week um, and, and missed practice time. So the Cowboys are off, also dealing with the Marcus Paul uh, funeral here, offensive line issues. I think the Ravens end up taking this game uh, twenty-seven. To 17, 10 point Ravens win in this football game, and and the Cowboys, uh, you know, they they get two touchdowns out of it and field goal, but that's what I see I, I see happening there. Um, I just I just think this is a very tough road to hold, and also, Baltimore has to win. I mean, you know, Cle- Cleveland has basically put them out of reach of trying to get to second place, and they're they're just trying to fight to get into the playoffs right now. So uh, the Ravens. They can win out and, and, and still get in, and I think that's what they've got to do, and they've got to start with this Cowboys game, getting guys back from COVID um, and, and seeing what they can do because there are going to be a couple players here who've been off a little longer, so that's why I got him scoring 20, uh, 27 and not where you got him, Danny, scoring a little bit higher just because I think some of the guys like Lamar Jackson may be off a little bit too before they get rolling I'm, and pull away. I'm,
3: I'm glad you said that because I was just about to say, man, I, I think I see a little Kool-Aid in your cup. A uh, ten point <laughs> win by the Ravens at home. I, I, I mean, it was hey, a the Cowboys in played there. good. The Plowboys played huh? good after bye weeks. Win. They played
2: good after bye weeks. Man, that now, Minnesota game was after a bye, man. So, hey, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Now, they
1: might come out here on let, fire. Let me put a disclaimer on my 27 twenty seven twenty seven seventeen. This is without John Fossil calling a trick play on special teams. Okay, <laughs> if it's a trick play, then I'm gonna throw another seven points on there for Baltimore. So I'm gonna just say this. No, nah, man, you, you, don't, get that. You're, trickless you trickless. don't get that you You don't get that you have to go
3: into this knowing that he's called multiple trick plays and say this is how you have to pick your pick your score. You can't say if he if he calls one. The dude is called one that hasn't worked in, in multiple games. So nah, that, that, that that's not a way for you to uh to, to to rig your score like that. We need to know your your true score now.
1: I mean, I can't be like church. Church got all these disclaimers. Nope.
3: You know, <laughs> what? Joke. Oh, see, don't
1: be <laughs> trying to throw it on me, man. 17, <laughs> Twenty-seven, seventeen, 17 uh, and, and the fact that, oh, by the way, they also know Andy Dalton. Um, I, I think that's also a, a big benefit for Week Martindale. He already knows. and, and, and They've got a you know, track record against Andy Dalton, and, and, and I think they'll be able to win this win this football game. Uh, offensive line, you know, that's, that's just, I, I cannot stress that enough. This is a tough defense. We saw what they did against Pittsburgh. Now you got the Cowboys. You got off another offensive line combination here. You're trying to work out. This is tough. And Lord knows, this. please don't anybody get hurt on this Cowboys offensive line because it it can, it can get rougher, man. It, it can get rougher. And it,
2: it can. I, this and is this is a tough
1: they, they, game, man. This is gonna be a tough game
2: it is and and look they got their hands full because look I played with Calais Campbell for uh, two years down in Jacksonville and he's arguably the best D lineman I've ever been around in my life so he's coming back with something to prove because he missed out that last game with with COVID so it's gonna be tough for that whole offensive line man I just man just play out just play out of your mind they just got to play out of their mind
3: strong take strong statement from my boy Barry to end the show man because now I got to put up DeMarcus Ware versus Calais Campbell
1: uh, church, church, <laughs> have you ever shaken anybody's hand that's as big? Is Calais' camp. It's like a bear paw, man, shaking his hand,
2: man. This dude is, uh, like, his arms go down to his shins, man. Like, this dude, he's about (laughs) 6'8". His arm length is unreal. And then he kind of rocks, like, slouched over because he's so tall. So you think, man, there's no explosion in that body. Man, when he hits the field, that dude is just like an explosive dynamite out there, man. And it's crazy that he's doing it. I think he's in year, like, 14 or 15 and still playing at a high level. Whew, the Cowboys got their hands full.
3: We talk about that next week. We talk about that next week.
1: (laughs) All right, all right. We will definitely do that. Uh, Barry Church, Danny McCray, good, good, good chat with you fellas, and let's enjoy the Cowboy game. We are off tomorrow, so no players' lounge tomorrow. We'll uh, get back into things on Wednesday, and and we'll review this uh, review this game. So, uh, good chat, good chat. Also, um, Chris Beam, our our producer, we appreciate you. Um, That's the Players Lounge. Appreciate you. Roll Tide. Goodbye. (laughs)